peace of mind to Dr. Betty. I thank you so much. And I thank God for inspiring you to give. And I thank everyone that sent me their tithes and offering. I thank God for you making this church, giving this church the opportunity to stay open, keep the lights on. And we hope to see you soon. Praise God. And I thank again, always grateful for the band. Thank God. God bless you. Let's pray that God bless them in a mighty way. Amen. So let's just go to the throne of grace in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, the best is still yet to come. It's not over until we win. The best is still. Everybody say the best is still yet to come. It's not over until I win. in your grace that we can receive in a time of need. We thank you once again, God, for being our Lord and our Savior, God. We thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to teach us, to bring to our remembrance things that we tend to forget what you've done for us. And we thank you, Lord, for dwelling in us, calling our body your temple, your dwelling place. We thank you for God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. We are more than conquerors. Greater is he that is dwelling in us than he that is in the world. We can overcome every situation when we depend on the one that grow on the inside of us. And for that, God, we give you glory. We give you honor. You didn't have to come down through 42 generations and save a sinful nation, sinful generation, but you did. And for that, God, we said thank you. We said thank you, Lord, with all our heart, with all our mind. We have a hope because of what you've done for us at Calvary, God. We can lift up our holy hand in the sanctuary, and we can say we bless your holy name. We exalt you, God. We lift you up high, God.
David said, I can dream again. I can hope again. Because God is still on the throne. And he promised not to never leave us, never forsake us. He promised to be with us when we feel it, when we see him, when he's there. He's not a son of man that he should lie. If he said that he would never leave you, guess what? He is with you. Amen. God bless you. Wait, you see it. Hallelujah. You know, you know, um, you know that I praise and worship is my passion. And it seems like I'm overdue. I was thinking about what Sunday that I'm going to take and give birth to this praise that is on each side. Which is of God 
which is broke up. And he didn't stop there. He said, your body has to tumble off the spirit of God. And I always thought you about three or four weeks ago. Wherever one dwells, oh, three dwells together. Wherever the Holy Ghost dwells, God the Father, God the Son, they all dwells together. And we are peculiar people. We have been given the opportunity and the privilege to be called a child of God. Sons and daughters of the Most High God. And he promised us, well, you may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, it's one spirit that God has continued dealing with. We must deal with this spirit so we can move from glory to glory. But there's one particular spirit that as you move, covers you to take four or five steps backwards. This is a spirit that God hates. It's one of the spirits. So today we'll continue teaching on grieving the Holy Ghost. It says the Holy Ghost, but we call it the Holy Spirit. They're all the same. They not. They don't have any problem. Only humans have problems with names. Holy Spirit just the power is the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is just the power is the Holy Spirit. They're all one. They all dwell in the same body. Grieving the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4 and verse 30 says, Grieve not the Holy Ghost. Now we know it says more, but at the end I'm going to explain to you when the Bible said that we are sealed until the day of redemption. I'm going to explain to you what's going to happen to you on the day of redemption if we do not hearken to the voice of God to get rid of spirit that's dwelling in our flesh. They're not dwelling in your spirit. They are dwelling in your flesh and they are controlling your flesh. God call it lust and spirit. Lust and spirit. They lust to sin. Lust to do evil. Lust to do things that are contrary to the word of God. And the Holy Spirit was sent. The Bible said the Holy Spirit was sent to teach us, to change us. I cannot change you. I can only tell you the problem, but only the Holy Ghost can change you. No human, no book, no TV, no preacher, no leader can do what the Holy Spirit can do in your life because what we are dealing with is a spirit. I cannot deal and cause a spirit to be changed in your life. Only the Holy Ghost can do that. Only the spirit of the Holy Ghost can change another spirit. That's why God sent the Holy Spirit to indwell us. He didn't come just to, to tickle us and make us feel good that we can speak in tongues. The Holy Spirit was sent to do a work in our yeah. life. He was sent to change us. Because we need changing. Into yeah. yeah. the image of God, their son. This is his job. And we grieve him when we refuse to change, when he 
tell us what is going on in our life. Tell us what is displeasing to him. Tell us what are the sin that open up the door for Satan to come in and steal from your faith. He steal your hope. He steal your trust. He steal whatever he can steal from your faith. And you want to trust God. You struggle to trust God. When all the promises in the Bible, yeah, and amen, you wonder what in the world going on. Why can't I believe God? Well, you have opened up a door for Satan, Satan to fill your heart with unbelief. Fill your heart with fear. Because Adam, not Adam and Eve, but Ananias and Sapphira, and Peter said to them, Ananias, tell me, why did you open up your heart for the devil to fill your heart with lies and unbelief? Why? Come on! Come on! See, their consequence was death. Yeah. But see, they are different consequences. Adam and Eve, they didn't die. We're going to tell you, and I know why. And you know, God deal with us differently. Because they die, you say, well, I'm still alive. I'm all right. Let me continue lying. No, but you open up the door for Satan to fill your heart with fear, unbelief, always struggling, negative talking, always speaking the wrong words out of your mouth. That's what happened to you. You are a walking dead woman in a sense. You're a walking dead man. You are dead when you cannot trust God. You are a dead man when you struggle to trust God when you know what he can do. You know that all things are possible with him, but you cannot seem to get the impossible done. You are dead. They all right. No, they have problems. Been proven. We've <laughs> been proven. You see, too many leaders fall. So that means that they was not all right in their pulpit. They forgot to teach to themselves. <laughs> when I teach you, I want it to hit me as well. No, I'll teach you in heaven and I miss. 
Kind of crazy. <laughs> See, I don't have no ego problem. That I, you know what I mean? We all here in one body working on out our soul salvation yes, together. Lord. Yes, Lord. We all yes. have different roles yes. that God called us to be different anointed. Some usher, some teach, some evangelist. But we still doing the same thing, working out our soul salvation. Amen. We say just because we well bad, just because we have a talent that we okay, and it's all about you. We have missed God. Yes, yes that's it. No. It's not a person in here that have everything in order. That means that we have self-righteous people in here. So we don't have too many of us in the church in this outreach Christian center. This little problem that God's going to deal with this church. Lying, grieve the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 4.25 says, what? Put away. Put away what? Uh, now, why would God tell me I'm born again, I'm a Christian speaking in tongues, and he's going to ride to me and tell me to put away lying? What is going on here? Apparently, God said, yeah, your spirit is born again, but your flesh needs to be crucified. Your flesh was a liar before you got saved, and your flesh still know how to practice lying. Just because you got saved, you know all the spirits that leave your flesh. You had to work out your soul salvation and the Holy Spirit had to deliver you. Nothing holy this because you made Jesus Christ Lord of your life. Yes, your spirit is saved, but what about your flesh coming under subjection to your spirit? God said, work out your soul salvation. Sanctify yourself. Crucify yourself. Take off the old lying you. Put on that new man which is after God. Why would he tell us to do all this? Take it off. Mm, right. Must need me. Amen. And put put on something. God said, I don't like how you dress. That dress is done to depict who you are. Lying does not define who you are in Christ Jesus. So I don't like the type of clothes you wear. You wearing evil clothes. No, have mercy. I don't like that dress. That dress is full of complaining. Are we going to deal with that? Well, let's just go. This, like I said, the best is still yet to come. Yes, yes. Christian Son, going to go forth from glory to glory. That's what the church is all about. God predestinated the church in each indivisible to go from glory to glory. You get stagnated to setting church and not growing. Amen. Proverbs 1222, oh, we read it last like a couple weeks ago, says, the Lord hates. <laughs> hey. What kind of lips? Lying lips. We wonder why in the world would God put that God hates something. It is powerful. Lying lips. Lying lips. Let's read Proverbs 12, 22. Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Lying lips. You, say, well, you know, we think just because we're not a professional liar that we does not lie. Yeah. 
You can point out a liar, but lying is not telling the truth all the time. That's why we get into that. Proverbs 6.16 says again, God says, six things that I hate. He said, yeah, seven. What do you call it? He said, verse 17, he said, a proud look. We don't have too much of that in our first Christian family. He said, but lying tongue. Why would he call it tongue? So lying lips need a lying tongue. <laughs> he said, I hate both. I hate lying lips. And I ain't lying tongues. So I, I hate both. Now, Christian, as Christians, if God hate lying lips and lying tongues, shouldn't we hate the same thing? Why can't we get an agreement with God and stop lying if this way God hate? If we seek to please God? And we know that we, when we please God, we have confidence that whatsoever we ask of God, we receive because we do, we do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Now, if God hates lying lips, I don't, I don't know. I have to put off lying lips Amen. if I want to please God. He said, "What God hates? What God? The God, the Holy Ghost. You see, the Holy Spirit knows what God hates, and He dwells in each one of us. He knows what comes through your lips." He said, well, why did he say put it off and put on the Holy Ghost? You know, in this regular conversation, we'd be talking, we laugh. You know how they used to laugh about the fishing when you go fishing and they ask you, what did you catch? Oh, talking like that, right? What did, oh, I've got several, what that size? <laughs> Just make you look good. See, we lie to make ourselves look good. See, telling the truth does not make us look good. That's why we lie. We add on to things when we just shit don't need to add on just to make it sound good. Because we figure if I don't lie and deceive that person's mind, it doesn't sound good to that person. Because when you lie, your intent is to deceive a person. Why would you want to deceive someone? Jesus! Then you know some people lie and get mad because you do not believe that lie. Have you ever seen anything like that? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ooh, we need help. <laughs> you lie and a person said, I know you lying. Thank <laughs> you. 
line is James 4.17. Say, it is sin uh -huh. to know what you should do and then not do it. Uh -huh. You know you need to stop gossiping, criticizing, complaining while you continue doing it. That's the lust of your flesh that needs to be crucified. And to you, it's sin. If to me, if it's sin, then I understand why I'm having problems trusting God. Sin is standing between me and seeing what God can do in, by faith. Ooh, have mercy. Why I'm having problems walking by faith? Why I spend all of my life walking about what I see? What is going on? Well, you know what to do good and you do it. It's not a sin. If you got sin, it's blinding you from seeing God's power. Wow. Amen. 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 The Bible said it is evidence. That the judge shall walk by faith and not by sight. We have problems. We walk by what we see and we talk what we see. We feel what we see. Why? Because every person in here knows to do good. Do you do it? Mm. Come on. And you know it's wrong when you continue doing it. When you just play with life. Oh, y'all shut We play with God life. Why do you play with your life like that? You know God despises lying. He said, I hate lying with a passion. But yet, you can't come into agreement with God. And that's why you're having problems coming into agreement with God blessing you. How can you be out of agreement with God about lying and then be in agreement because it's, it's, it's for your benefit? And you want to be in agreement, but somehow or another you just cannot. Because that flesh, that's one thing about the lust of the flesh. It will hit you on both ends. It will lead you to destruction. And then when you want to trust God, it will stand between you and God. Come on. Because you we are displeasing God. And when we displease God, the Bible says you have no confidence. That's right. If you need confidence to receive from God, because you need confidence to have hope in God, that God's going to do everything that he promised. Amen. You need confidence to wait upon the Lord. Amen. But the Bible says when we displease him, we have no confidence. We open the door for the devil to come in and steal your confidence from faith. Because faith have to have confidence. Faith need hope, expectation. If faith missing that, it's just stand alone. The Bible says faith alone cannot stand. You cannot receive anything with this faith alone. You need to add something to your faith. And as you add, the devil will take it away. Why? According to how you live. This is a good one. If you do not do what you know is right, you have sin. Amen. You know you need to pray more. Amen. You know you need to read your Bible more. Amen. You know you need to stop asking people talking about everything that you shouldn't be talking about. You know that. Amen. Why do you continue doing it? Because you think I'm my own boss, I can do and say what I want to. You forgot that you've been bought with the price. Yeah. Oh. Amen. 
Ralph said, you glorify God with all your members. I bought you with the purchase you with the shedding blood of Jesus Christ. You are not your own anymore. You don't make decisions on your life and just do what you want to do and think I'm going to accept it. No, there's a penalty when you walk in and being disobedient to my commandment. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. God told them, he said, I command you this day. All the trees you can eat off of, but that tree in the garden, do not touch it. He said, the day that you touch that tree or eat off that tree, you shall surely die. Did they believe it? No. Just like we don't believe God's word today. God said, put away lying. Do we believe that? No. If God said, be angry and sin not. And you know why? I'll be teaching on that. You open up the door for the devil to take advantage of you. It's in your Bible. Amen. He said, we give place to the devil. And we love giving place to the devil. We always get mad and upset with people. You know what you just did? Open up your heart for the devil to come in and steal from you. And we think, you know, it is nothing. Because somehow or another, until you make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you will live a loose life. Amen. But when you know he's Lord, he's your master, he directs your life. But when you just look at him as your savior, he didn't save me, so he saved me to do and sin and do whatever I want to do when I want to. Nobody don't put the thing on me or say the thing about me. I get mad as hell if you say the thing to me about how I'm living. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and the devil said, yeah, that's right. Don't let nobody tell you like you did Eve. See, he tricked Eve. He said, yeah, he, you're not going to die. <laughs> you see, you know why he said she's not going to die? He knew that when God created Adam and Eve, he told them to go forth and multiply and be fruitful. But if they die, he had to create another Adam and Eve. So that Preston knew, oh, you're not going to surely die, but they died in the spirit. Yes. They died in the spirit and got kicked out of their blessing. Yeah, and she talked back, contemplated. She knew what God had said to her. She even told him what God said, but his voice was more sweeter than God's voice. A lot of times your fleshly voice is more sweeter than God's voice. That's why we obey the flesh. See, the devil works with your flesh. God, Holy Ghost, works with your spirit. And when the devil tells you to lie or do evil things, it sounds more attractive to you than the voice of God. You know why? He's not your Lord. God, God, Lord, have mercy. Glory, God. Glory, God. Glory, God. He said, my sheep know my voice. Yes. And another voice, they would run from that voice. But it seems like we run to that other voice. Why? We do not know his voice. Why? He is not your Lord. He is not my Lord. How can I know his voice? I only know him as Savior. I do not know him as the Lord and Master and the Bishop of my soul and the Keeper of my mind. I only know him as my Savior. Savior. Come on. But somehow or another we know the devil. Mm. And listen to his voice. Yeah. And he worked with your flesh and lust. See, the Bible said, sure you were born again, but the lust, 
that was in your face before you got saved did not get saved. That's why the Bible said crucify it. Take it off. Put on the new man. Take off the old man. Because he said the old you are still there. That's why he said if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Oh, what do you mean? Old things are passed away. Old things don't pass away when you walk down here and get saved. Every person in here know that. He said, behold, all things have become new, and all things are what? Of God. Uh, we, do we believe that? Still 20 years, the old things are still there. Right, so. Save 10 and 15 years and still doing that same thing. Only thing changed, you just come to church. But there's no change in your life and the way that you walk and your commitment to God. Let your conversation, God said, let your conversation become as though it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your conversation is no different from the sinner. You can talk with them and laugh with them, nothing, no conviction at all over them because you act and live out of your flesh. The Bible said, stop being like Gentiles. Walking in the vanity of your flesh as though you've never been saved. So you have not yet learned Christ. My Lord. So if you have learned Christ, then you know that God said, take off that old man. Ah. You know it so much. I just want him to read this right quick. Matthew 37 and 537. I want you to read it. Then you read it from this sheet. And I think we'd be bringing it to a close. But... The best is still yet to come. Amen. Outreach Christian sinners are going to come forth as pure gold in the mighty name Ooh, of Jesus hallelujah. Christ. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit is going to do it. Read it. But let your communication be, yea, yea, nay, nay, for whatsoever is more than these cometh of evil. Let your no, you're going to do it? No. You're going to do it? Yes. Don't tell, maybe, might be, God said, it's evil in that. You're not sure. He said, let your nay be nay and your no be no. Let's read this sheet that quick. The New Living Translation. Just say a simple, yes I will, or no I won't. No, but you know why? I, you just want to deceive people. And, and just keep people thinking, I'm going to do it, but you're not going to do it because you know you're not going to do it. But you just, why don't you just say, no, I do not have the time to do it. You're going to have to accept no. Right. Go ahead. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. No, Lord. New International Version. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. The New American Standard Bible says, but make sure your statement is yes, yes, or no, no. Anything beyond these is of evil origin. Mm. The Amplified Bible, but let your statement be yes, yes, or no, no. A firm yes or no. Anything more than that comes from the evil one. That's it, like Pastor said. That's in your Bible. <laughs> not mine alone. That's in your Bible. And just remember, if you're not able to do a thing, what's wrong with telling the person no? Let them deal with it. Amen. But you're telling the truth. 
you'll fall in the word. If you can do it, say yes. But that sounds too much like right. This sounds too much like doing right. Amen. Amen. Well, we will continue this next week. We're going to find out we lying spirit, the beginning of lying spirit. Every spirit have a beginning, and every spirit have a father. Lion spirit have a father. A lion spirit had a be have a begin had a beginning. In the beginning. Okay, God bless you. We thank God and pray that you receive something today. We know you have. God is word of God. And we thank God that you keep tuning in every week listening in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank God for your support that you're sending to Office Christian Center. And please continue to support Office Christian Center. God bless you. Right.